0: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show.
1: Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors, your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula.
2: That'd be us. That would be us. Hello, Robert.
0: Good morning, Tony. How are you? I am good. Good morning to everybody out there listening on Tony Sanders Outdoors, or two Tony Sanders Outdoors. On Facebook Live, as we speak, I see me and my, uh, look like I'm going quail hunting hat, and pull over. You look like you're going fishing.
1: Well... How is that any different than any other day for us? I mean, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, pretty much. Is that, I was going to ask, is that your uh, quail forever? This is a quail forever. Awesome.
0: Pull over. It's just enough temperature or just, you know, heavy enough to to, to knock off the chill, but if it gets any colderness, then it that's not enough.
1: Yeah, and that's one thing I've noticed about the spring in the south. I'm not a fan of spring. Most people know that. My allergies go nuts, and by go nuts, it, it, beyond going nuts. You're being kind. Yeah, and I've noticed that this time of year, you leave the house, you're running the heater. You got If you got them in your car, you're running the seat heaters. It's a little bit chilly, you know, low 40s, upper 30s occasionally. But then, if you're anything like me, mid-afternoon, you get, hu- you get out, it's 66 degrees. You're running the air conditioner because you... <laughs> On the way home, so it's like you run the air conditioner and the heater all in the same day, so it's like welcome to spring.
0: And then, as you said, allergies.
1: Ugh, the pollen is they say that which does not kill you makes you stronger. It's just gonna eventually wear me down and just drive me I mean I prayed for the angel of death at one point this week. I was like, Please, just just <laughs> let me go. Please. It's that bad.
0: Well, it's definitely uh if if uh, you are an allergy yeah. suffer, this is uh a, not the time for you in this this lovely city. Nor is this really the city for you. No,
1: I've noticed that. My allergies get, did get worse once I came to Tennessee and I kind of grew into them ironically as I got older. I was outside 24/7 as a kid, you know. Never had any allergy problems and I I grew into them as I got older. So and apparently I'm making up for lost time. So <laughs> maybe you'll grow out of them too. I hope so.
0: Man, this has been a busy week. It has been. It has been. From the outdoor perspective and uh, the the firearms p- perspective and all kinds of other perspectives.
1: Most definitely.
0: The uh, Let's let's kick it right off. Let's go ahead and talk about the fishing and what uh, we wrapped up just right up the road, which uh, I hope everybody had a good time up there at the 2019 Bassmasters Classic.
1: Mm-hmm. Two Tennessee anglers captured the top two places and posted two additional spots among the top seven at the 2019 Bassmasters Classic. Uh, Ott DeFoe. Yep. Out of Knoxville. Out of Knoxville. he hometown boy. Guess what? Won the tournament. Total of 49 pounds, 3 ounces. And uh, let's see here. Harrison resident Jacob Wheeler came in second. uh, 45 pounds, 5 ounces. Brandon Lester. Claimed sixth place. Uh the Fayetteville native had a weight of forty pounds, three ounces, and Spring City's Wesley Straighter came in at thirty nine eight. So we had a lot of hometown boys do well in this tournament, and I think that shows that local water local boys on local water do well.
0: Well, I think when the when the fishing is as tough as it was uh, mainly because the water was so high, and so the fish were scattered and not normal patterned. I do think it gives the uh, the local people a, a much better chance. Not to mention, uh, you know, you talk about every one of those guys, especially I. Uh, every one of those guys could uh, run up there and fish almost every day. Oh yeah, uh, and and so that has to help. But when the water was as high as it was, I and mean, as fish are scattered. They're not, they're not following the normal patterns. Uh, I think it, I think it played into their hands.
1: And I think the water clarity. They said they were having some issues. Not well. It was not normally colored because there was so much of it. So I think that, you know, lure choice at that point came into uh, question. Uh, the gentleman that I was following, uh, Japco Gallinetti from Italy, Jacopo. Uh, Jacopo, I'm sorry. Uh, ended up. With eight pounds thirteen ounces, but he still won ten thousand dollars. So he finished forty ninth out of fifty two.
0: And you were following him because of his name?
1: No, just because he was the only non-American. I I just found it interesting. He was the only non-American competitor, and he was from somewhere in Italy, right? I just thought that was. You don't think Italian bass fishermen? I mean, I mean, when you think Italy, you don't think bass fishing, but
0: you roll back up, sure. Top. something I've always found it interesting. First place won $300,000. Second place won 50000 That's a huge difference. Yes. Quarter of a million dollars, 21st and 2nd. I've often wondered why um, the BASS tournaments, the prize money wasn't more equaled out. I don't have a problem with $300,000. And I understand the sponsor dollars. I get all that. But... To drop a quarter of a million dollars, for from first to second is that's a lot of money, right? And you don't see that in any other sport. That you know, kind of a drop off.
1: You're correct. Now that you mention it, and uh, second to third place is only ten thousand dollars, and it goes down from there. So, um, you know,
0: but go scroll down. Who's who's the first ten thousand dollars? First right ten, there.
1: First ten thousand yeah. dollar is. Number twenty six. So the
0: top twenty five earn more than ten thousand, and everybody after twenty five earns ten. Correct. So I, I don't. I mean, again, and and I don't have a problem with the minimum. I mean, people. Yeah. It's a sport.
1: It's an expensive sport.
0: It's an expensive sport. They get sponsor dollars, and I get all that's where the real money comes from, anyway.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: but again, you are out there for three days just for the tournament you're out there much longer grinding it out you know getting skills and all that stuff uh i just i've always found the first to second place drop rather interesting in in the fishing and it's it's not just in in bass it's in all of
1: them yeah Uh,
0: i just i understand hey it it pays to be number one i get it (laughs) but i just it's just one of those things Mm mm-hmm
1: I'm looking at some of the payouts right now. I didn't even look at the payouts now that you mentioned it, but uh, there was a significant drop. You've got uh, the weights range from 49, 45, 43. you got a lot of the 40s. Then you've got high 30s that run down to about number 20. You've got one, two, three, four, five anglers in the 20s, and then it drops significantly in poundage.
0: What's the last place guy?
1: Last place guy was. Uh, Four pounds, seven ounces. All right, so he won
0: $10,000 with four pounds and seven ounces. Right. That's maybe one or two fish. Right. Now, what is number 26?
1: Uh, number 26 is
0: 19 pounds, 14 four, ounces.
1: 19,
0: 14. And he won $10,000. Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Just observations.
1: Just an observation, yeah. So there you go. See, we've already solved half the world's bass fishing problems already this morning. <laughs>
0: So there you go. The 2019 Geico Bassmasters Classic out of uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Good job, Knoxville! They did, I heard it was a great event. Yeah, I did too. Should have been there. Mm. Why weren't you?
1: Uh, I had family come in, actually.
0: <laughs> okay. Let's
1: see what's going on here. Here we go. Um, Trying to see if there's anything else in the press release attendance of more than 153,800 at the venues and how many 153,800
0: so 50,000 people a day mhm that's pretty awesome
1: right uh the the takeoffs drew about 6,500 and uh they were very very impressed with it 1.8 million dollars in economic, economic impact um
0: so is the, here's my question: Is that the last, is or is this the first time the Bass has been to Tennessee since 1986 when they were here in Chattanooga?
1: I don't know. You would think they'd be back here more because we got these great lakes. No,
0: Chattanooga pissed them off. Oh. Well, um, you no, know, there's two points, two things. One was you had the 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 famous or infamous. Grass eradication of the the 80s, 87, right, which killed and nearly destroyed our fishing lake. And then you had the infamous city fathers of the city of Chattanooga that really didn't give a rat's ass whether the bass fishermen were here or not and said so.
1: That's a way to help help your city and influence people. Where,
0: Where are the bass tournaments going right now?
1: Not here. Dayton. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That's not here.
1: Yeah, that's not here. And
0: it's because the Commits and Visions Bureau don't want them. They, they said it. That's. I, right. was imbo- I was involved in trying to bring somebody here, and they just said, eh, we're not really interested in it. And I understand the economics of it. I get it. Um, But to completely turn your back on, you know, we we only have the state record here in our back door. Right. So... But that's you know that's that's their choice. But uh, I I remember well. You, you had the two issues. You had the 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 grass kill off. But I do remember distinctly hearing the stories uh, of how BASF felt very unwelcomed. And if you think about it, the number two dude. In Bass lived in Chattanooga.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The guy that founded Bass with Ray Scott lived right here in Harrison, Tennessee. Right. So,
1: I don't know. It it just seems odd. I don't know what. Um, you would think that they would want this. I mean, Chattanooga is known as an outdoor city. They had the. Uh, well,
0: no, no, no. We are now.
1: Well, yeah, we are. And,
0: and, and I will argue with a lot of people that does outdoor mean fishing or does outdoor mean all the other sports?
1: That's where I was going with it. But you got to stop and question, yes, you get the Ironman in here and you get a big economic boost, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But a lot of them are not, they've got to get hotel rooms, they've got to get food, they've got to get all, so don't the bass fishermen, but they've also got to get licenses, they've also got to get fuel for their boats, they've got to buy sundry materials for the boat, Mm-hmm. Um,
0: no, I mean, it, again, it's, it's, it comes down to economics and, and we don't talk a lot about it. Maybe we ought to, maybe i to put on the CPA hat and talk more about the financial aspects of outdoors and every once in a while. Uh, I mean, everybody likes to talk about economic impact and stuff like that. And there's no doubt. Don't get me wrong. I, I love, I love the Ironman. I, I enjoy going down there and watching it. I'm not going to run in it. <laughs> I mean, sure. But I do enjoy going down there and watching it and, uh, and, and rooting for him. Uh, I've got friends that have run in it and I think it's really cool. I watch them train and I, I see them and they spend a lot of money, you know, not necessarily here, but on, on equipment. And then when the, when the event comes here and, and we're in the runnings now for the uh, finals of the, uh, in 2020, I think, or 21, I don't remember. One I think of it was two.
1: 21.
0: Uh, we're in the running for the finals and that's kind of cool to have a chance at that again. Um, but I do think there's a lot of money we're leaving on the table, uh, cause uh, Because bass fishing, especially, more money is spent on bass fishing than any other sport in the outdoors, and that does not include the equipment like the boats, just the equipment that you use to do, the fact that you upgrade, change, baits, all the stuff you're buying, you're spending tons of money to do this. Right. Um, So.
1: Plus. Plus, I'm sorry, I think it will be, I mean, I don't know how much of an impact, but you had, what, 53 people compete? That's 53 licenses that had to be bought that goes directly to conservation. Sure.
0: All right, we'll be right back. If you want to be part of the show, pick up your phone and dial 267-1023, 267-1023.
1: Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the palate. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty's Fertilizer.com. If you need any outdoor
0: supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com, choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great
1: indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecue. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop 648 Hicks and Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. You know, you, you know you arrived when your friends are giving you hell at five thirty in the morning.
1: Already? Yeah. Surprised it took that long.
0: Uh Hamilton County assessor of property, Marty Haynes, sends a message that says, Nobody dials their phone anymore, Knucklehead. They're smartphones.
1: He's got a point. He
0: does have a point. So, thank you, Assessor Haynes. I appreciate that critique this early in the morning. So, if you want to be part of the show, punch in your smartphone, four two three two six seven one zero two three. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the heck is he doing? There's a, this there's, a, there's a
1: critic in every bunch. There's a critic everywhere.
0: All right. Uh, where are we going?
1: I don't know what you want to do. I got some weird stories if you want some.
0: We're going to do weird this early?
1: We can. I got one. I got a cup. I got a couple of weird ones. We got. Okay. A po- we got a poaching pinhead this week. All right. Good. Idiot. Um, seven sharks were found in a New York man's home before his arrest on trafficking charges.
0: <laughs> what was he trafficking, sharks?
1: Uh, I no, he was trafficking uh, other things. But a man has been arrested for allegedly keeping seven sandbar sharks in an above-ground pool with the intent to sell them. Um, he was charged with illegal. Com- uh, commercialization of shellfish, crustaceans, and or other wildlife from the New York Attorney General. They also discovered two dead Letman sharks, one dead hammerhead shark, and the snout of an endangered small-toothed fish. So if you've ever seen, if you go to our wonderful Chattanooga Aquarium, mm-hmm. you will see sandbar sharks. They are the snaggle snaggletooth-looking ones. And they get pretty big, so I'm trying to figure out, what A, what size pool he had, and B, how big these sharks actually were so that's pretty funny that's just i mean you know, it, it was in new york city that was in uh new york uh Lagrangeville, new, new, new york okay i don't know where Lagrangeville is but Can they talk about us yeah hmm. seems like we get oh we got another new york story i think All right. uh it's under the weird outdoors i think hang on just a second if i left it in from last week Ah, ah, here we go. Rabid raccoons found in New York City for the first time in eight years. Uh, rabid raccoons have been found in Manhattan, no less. For the first time in eight years, the New York City Department of Health said this week, since January, four raccoons have tested positive for rabies and have been discovered in Inglewood Park in upper Manhattan. The city's parks have signs posted warning people to avoid raccoons and other wildlife that may carry rabies. Um,
0: Maybe they will... Um Try to give little vasectomies to the uh, to <laughs> well, the raccoons too.
1: Well, or 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 we could just give them to the uh, mayor and let him hold them up and then drop them and then kill them, like he did the okay. groundhog. Or we could do that too. Maybe he could bit. He hates animals.
0: Anyway, <laughs> it was New York that was doing the little vasectomies, wasn't it?
1: Yes, New York City was doing the deer vasectomies on Manhattan. Um, they talked to several. Biologists. They talked to several universities, who all said this is not a good idea. Don't do it. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, what, do the, what does the state of New York do? They do it, of course. They do. And um, it it proved not to be surprise, surprise, <laughs> now, not I, to be good.
0: Have you noticed a lot more raccoons lately?
1: Yes, and I've I've actually seen a lot more rabbits uh, than rabbit? I have rabbit rabbit wabbit. Hmm. little bunny possum awesome. pepper Yes. On the hoof, per se.
0: Um, I've noticed a lot of a lot of raccoons mm-hmm. and, uh, and possums had a had a possum in uh, in my yard that was dead, and so I took Gunner out, and he he goes bounding out there, and all of a sudden, just you know, all four legs stiffen up and stop because there's two big vultures down there eating on the possum. Whoa! And he was like what is that that's a big bird uh (laughs) point (laughs) yeah he actually did go on point which was kind of funny I'm I'm not sure I want him pointing vultures but
1: (laughs) that's where I was going with that (laughs) that's
0: what he did uh but it was funny to to watch uh and watch him and they weren't very concerned with him Hmm. he got probably within 10 feet maybe before they decided to lift off the ground and they didn't go far they went straight up into the tree mm-hmm. until he left
1: and then they probably came right back down oh
0: they did yeah they were down before we got back inside mm-hmm. but it was uh yeah it was, it was pretty funny to watch uh it's you know i i've had him now a year uh, but it's hard to f- forget he's still a puppy yeah and in matter of fact uh something he did like yesterday i just i died laughing because i'm like god you're so goofy and, I mean, it just, it was, there was no, nothing graceful about him in whatever dudes he was doing. It was just funny. He was in the kitchen. I mean, he was in the kitchen with me, but there was just nothing graceful he was doing. <laughs> it kind of reminds me. It's like, and you know, like when I, I see him run out there and, and, and suddenly lock up because of vultures, it's like, it's, he's never seen one. Right. So,
1: oh, it makes sense. It was pretty funny. Oh, man. So, um,
0: but yeah, I've noticed, um, I've noticed, I haven't seen more armadillos since we saw that one.
1: I've seen one other one out in that area. Seen uh, a lot
0: of deer lately.
1: Seen a lot of deer. Seen, I've seen a lot more rabbits, and I'm seeing, like you said, I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. raccoons. Um, I haven't seen too many, po- I mean, I've seen possums, but I haven't seen too many of them over by my place. But seen a lot of raccoons, uh, seen a lot of the, and it's coming up, those darn turkey that live over there at TVA that mock me.
0: Yeah, turkey season starts next week.
1: Uh, yeah. yes. Absolutely.
0: So that's pretty cool. It's time for that.
1: Starts Saturday, March 30th, and runs through Sunday, May 13th. So there you go. Maybe I'll just set up a pop-up line in the roundabout over there. I,
0: I think you should. Because they're mocking me. I don't think, um... You know, you you can you can hunt in the city limits if you're legally hunting. I'm not sure that's legal. And <laughs> yeah, no, there's a roadway there. No, it's not.
1: Yeah, ha- I I'm not sure of the law, but I'm sure I I wouldn't be firing from the road. I would be inside the road, <laughs> inside the road. You'd so be,
0: fi- be firing over the road, which <laughs> through traffic. Good. Yeah,
1: through traffic. Yeah, that would be, I think somebody I think I would get a visit from the boys in green on that one.
0: Yes. <laughs> I
1: can almost assure you it. But they're out there all the time. And uh, Oh, I saw some um, I saw some turkey over by, uh, out your way, going out Hicks and Pike, kind of across from Don's Meats in that uh, field, that long, long field out there. there. I saw several turkeys out there.
0: Let's go to the phones. Morning. Is this Jason?
1: This is Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, Tony. How are you this morning? I am
0: having a ball. Thank you.
3: Good. Hey, I just wanted to issue a correction. Turkey season starts today in Georgia.
0: In Georgia, I know.
3: Yes, I am en route as we speak. And last night or yesterday afternoon, I watched three big gobblers going across field, trailing some hens, get flying up on the roost. So it's going to be fun this morning.
0: You know where they're at? You know where they're, they're hanging out?
3: I know right exactly where they're at.
0: And you know where they're going to pitch down to, too, I bet. I bet you're ready for them.
3: Well, that's the uh, that's what makes it fun, Tony.
0: <laughs> it's still hunting; it's not I, I it's know not where killing.
3: I know where they've been pitching down, but okay. they'll probably do something completely opposite this morning.
0: You know that brings up a good question, Jason. How um, how much time do you put in before turkey season? Scouting, I
3: put in hours or days.
0: Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm just you know when probably
3: do you, four I'm, days, I'm four just, good days.
0: So you start. Few weeks ago, watching them, or do you kind of wait till right before the season?
3: Well, it just intensifies. About a month ago, I went out in the mornings and just driving around looking, walking through the woods, looking for scratchings, and kind of seeing where the turkeys are concentrated. And then as it gets closer, then like last Saturday, I spent practically all day in the woods and then got a wild hare at about 3 o'clock Saturday and drove down to Mississippi. <laughs> Don't ask me where, but I drove down to Mississippi to check on some turkey hunting opportunities. Okay. So, yeah, it just kind of builds. It's, it's like like anything. The closer it gets, the more concentrated you get.
0: Well, I, the reason I asked that, and, and I think this is something that, that I'll be the first to admit, I've done a really poor job of, of talking about over the years is to be a successful hunter if you're not using a guide you've got to put the time in and we never really talk about that we talk about the hunts but we never talk about what it takes to to be prepared for those hunts yeah and and i think that's important i think that's more important than the hunt i think it's i think it's what makes the hunt successful is well
3: it's huge it's huge because you know Turkeys are unique and they leave unique signs. Matter of fact, the guy I was in Mississippi with last week saw a bunch of armadillo, uh, scratchings or tunneling, whatever you want to call it, in the leaves. And he said, Man, look at all these turkey scratches. I said, That's not a turkey, man. That's an armadillo. Yeah. And he said, Oh, okay. So, you know, it's just knowing, knowing what to look for. Sure. But anyway, it's gonna be a good one this morning. It's clear, it's cold. I know where there's at least three long beards, so
0: Well I expect we'll to see, call see what I, happens. Ex- I expect to call next week telling us about your harvest.
3: You will probably get one.
0: That sounds like a plan, Jason. Good luck.
3: See you, buddy. Thanks. All right, see thanks. you Rob. Bye.
0: Bye. There you go. Turkey season's firing up this morning in Georgia. You gonna do a better job of that? Time to wake just, up, go turkey on. You're showing off. Yeah, you had to do a better job. Keep me informed of states other than Tennessee.
1: Okay, I will. I will do that. <laughs> Would you like to know when the Montana season opens up or something? like No, no, okay. just just the locals. Okay, just local. And
0: if you want to be part of the show, do not dial your phone, but actually punch into your phone <laughs> 267-1023, and we'll put you on the air just like we did Jason. We'll be right back. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse.
1: The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Bates has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Bates if you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Bates can formulate special blends for your customers by the palette. Your customers will be happy with the great results and so will you. Call Bates for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Bates Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491 and check them out at BatesFertilizer.com. The ducks hit the high like. Can you do a duck call, too? Shut up duck, cows, duck, duck, okay. duck, 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 duck. No, I cannot. All right. <laughs> I can't even blow a normal one. I uh, understand. Okay. This
0: is, uh, this, we're kind of in a, I guess this is the last banquet for a little while. We have uh, Rocky Mountain coming up later in the year, May, June-ish, time frame. I haven't seen actual notice on that yet. But tonight, Safari Club International. They have a few tickets remaining. If uh, you want to go to that, it's the uh, the Night of the Hunter. And let me tell you, here's the thing that's kind of cool. All these banquets are different. They're all different. There are a lot of hunts to be had at this one. Come to my friends of NRA Banquet, there's a lot of guns to be had at that one. Uh, but this one is full of hunts. And I'm not talking... You know, African hunts. Although there is some African hunts, uh, you've got uh, all kinds of things. Here is some of them that are just, to me, that are kind of cool. Um, you've got a North Georgia deer hunt and turkey hunt. Uh, this is donated by West Hickson uh, Outdoor Adventures. Uh, that's so that's right here in North Georgia. You don't have to go far. It's uh, it's probably less than twenty-five, thirty miles the Georgia line. I mean, it's close. Um, one that kind of looks kind of cool to me, uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, where was it? Uh, there's Sand Hill Crane Hunt.
1: Oh, Sand Hill Crane Hunt.
0: Yeah, with uh, the guys from Double H. They know what they're doing. They do know what they're doing. Uh, this actually sounds cool. Long-range shooting school. It's not a hunt, but it's a long-range shooting school. Um, and you go and learn how to shoot at a distance. Now, there are some, uh, one of the biggest items they have every year is a Belize fishing and diving trip. It always goes very popular. Saskatchewan black bear. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to do that someday. Here's the one I was talking about. This is just, this is just, I'm giving you several examples here. A crocodile hunt, item number 14 in the auction. Oh, wait, what? crocodile
1: okay I, that's what i thought you said i was not just alligator sure, yeah. yeah crocodile no i, I just want to make sure i heard you right
0: this donation is for one hunter to hunt one-on-one for 10 days for one crocodile in the main some blah 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 <laughs> northwest limpopopo
1: not even gonna try it
0: uh it must be uh in south africa because uh you arrive in johannesburg fair enough uh, that's See how I narrowed that down Yeah, like that, no, like that? no. Uh, a crocodile hunt. Crocodile. Yeah. That's unique. That is that is unique. And you know what? Crocodiles are not small. No. Compared to an alligators, they're huge.
1: Yes, yes. And uh, that would be an interesting... Co- I don't know of anybody who, you know, I've talked with hunters, you shot deer, yeah, you shot... Not too many people have shot a crocodile or harvested a crocodile.
0: Now, how, check this one out. Okay. Uh, Texas Unlimited Hog Hunt.
1: Oh, I'm all about that one.
0: You've heard of hog hunts in Texas. Here it is. Unlimited hog hunt in Campwood, Texas, west of San Antonio. Two hunters will enjoy four nights and three days of traditional hog hunting over bait. Did we mention this hunt is unlimited? This may be some of the fantastic rifle shooting you'll
1: ever encounter. And if you are in Campwood, Texas, you can fish the Nueces River and catch Rio Grande Perch while you're out there, because that's where I fished that one fly tournament. It was in Campwood. It's exactly where it was. I know exactly where that hunt is happening, and it's it's the t- it's the hill country. You're gonna it's you're gonna have a ball if you go out to Campwood, Texas.
0: And here's one that I want.
1: That's what do you want?
0: Cape Buffalo hunt.
1: Okay, I'm gonna pass on that one, but okay, I'll, I'll pass. But... Well,
0: here's the deal. I've never had a desire personally to go hunt lions, tigers. It just it's not my deal right, okay I don't have a problem with anybody that does it right I understand if it wasn't for the hunters um, that it would be a lot of uh, a lot more problems in Africa especially mm-hmm. I also understand if it wasn't for the hunters going down there and hunting, they wouldn't have near the money that they have for anti-poaching correct because it's the hunters that are funding that but comma. When you talk about the big 5, I've always wanted to go after a buffalo. Because there's something about hunting something that's badass and can kill you.
1: See, that's where I draw the line. If it can I I anything can kill you on the on the wrong day, but that one has a real good chance even on a on the best day to do you some harm. So I have no desire to do
0: 7 that. days of one-on-one guided hunting on private land for Cape buffalo for one hunter and three non-hunters in South Africa. Mm. Non-hunters can upgrade to hunters at no additional cost. All right. Recommended method is a 375 H&H.
1: Good golly.
0: And if you don't have one, which they're about $8,000 for for what you need, you can rent one for $50 a day, which would be what I would be doing. Uh, You can also use a bow. I am not going after a buffalo with a bow. I'm just telling you. Hard
1: pass. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's hunts available May through September of 19 or 20. Uh, it may be upgraded to include additional species at the current process. Hmm. Cape buffalo.
1: I'm going to pass on that one. I'll go to Camp Wood and hunt hogs. That's not a problem, but
0: buffalo, not so much. Ireland sika uh, stag and mountain goat hunt. Hmm. And uh, let's see what else we got. This is one. Quail hunt at Barnsley Garden. Oh,
1: that's that'd a, be nice. I highly recommend that. Uh, uh, that's not far either. That's what th- uh, thirty
0: minutes down the road. About an hour. Oh, okay. Uh, the Barnsley Resort is the ultimate retreat to unplug and enjoy all the pleasures of uh, pursuits to offer. More than three thousand acres in North Georgia. Blah blah blah. Let's see here. The Beretta Shooting Grounds at High Adventure Company offers over three thousand acres of expertly managed habitat, prime for some of the country's best quail hunting. Fifteen zones of rolling hills. I'm telling you, I love hunting down there. Um, so, what is this? Let's see. I don't know if this is for one or two. That's what I was looking for. Uh, it doesn't say. Hmm. So that is just uh, some of the hunts that's going on. And there's all kinds of other stuff. We'll talk about a little bit more, but that's. All tonight at the Tennegan Convention Center. The doors open about 5 o'clock. Uh, if you want to go and be part of it, uh, you can give me a call, and I will hook you up. Or you can give uh, Keith Watson a call, and I'm trying to stall while I find his number. How about 994-4263? 994-4263. Call him right now.
1: It's very second. Yeah, he needs to be up. Yep, he needs to be
0: awake. So check it out. All right. We're going to go pay our final bills for the hour, and when we come back, we will talk about the upcoming calendar, besides the SEI Night of the Hunter tonight. We'll be right back.
4: Last year we had a bumper crop When them white oak started to drop So many I twisted my ankle walking through the stand
0: If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to tonysandersoutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, wrapping it up this hour. Going to talk about the calendar, which is kind of packed. Uh, and I got an I got a message this week about the um, first responders tournament. They want us back for some reason. <laughs> uh, that's coming up too, so
1: we're gonna be the MCs out there. That's they,
0: I guess. If you agree to it,
1: oh, I'm more than happy to help out at the first responders crappie tournament. That's for the uh, Forgotten Child Fund, isn't it?
0: I think some of the money goes to that, and then some of it
1: goes to other things too. But uh,
0: yeah, it's a, it's kind of a big deal, cool deal. And uh, for some reason they want us back.
1: Okay, cool. They like for us for whatever reason. Must be my, must be uh, your, your, your your razor wit.
0: No, it must be the they the, your Don Rickles approach of insulting all the first responders that are there.
1: No, that'll work too. Uh, <laughs> what's coming up on the outdoor calendar uh, tonight? The SCI Night of the Hunter Chattanooga Convention Center starts at 5 p.m. on the fourth. I'm sorry, on the sixth of April. Uh, the Chattanooga Ducks Great Unlimited Outdoor Festival is going to be happening out at Covey Creek Farm. You need to register online at Ducks Unlimited Chattanooga. Uh, so it goes from 11 to 3. Great event for all the kids. I know a lot of people are going to be out there helping out. Uh, Trout Unlimited is going to be out there. over Rocky Mountain Elk. Everybody's going to be out there. So come out and see all the wonderful events for the kids out there. Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament is coming up on May 4th at Chester Frost State Park. Safe Light is going to be the blast off. And on uh, June 1st, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Banquet is going to be at the Alhambra Shrine starting at 5 p.m.
0: Cool. And then uh, the Medal of Honor Headed Center, we had a meeting yesterday. That event's coming together. We're going to have an inaugural uh, Sporting Clays Tournament uh, at at Benton Sporting Clays. That's on September 5th. You'll be hearing a lot more about that. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Now, back to the um, Chattanooga DU Great Outdoor Festival thing. Uh, The the primary sponsor to that is is Sportsman's Warehouse, and they're heavily involved with the youth. We saw that the other day with the National Wild Turkey Federation Banquet, how they ponied up big dollars to to make sure that every youth that was there walked away with something that night. But here's some of the things that's going to be happening. Uh, Sportsman's Warehouse is giving away a camping package. You must register at their tent. Uh, there's going to be goodie bags, free lunch, program with door prizes and giveaways and uh, all kinds of hands, hands-on ag- outdoor activity. TWRA Foundation is going to be there sponsoring a live fishing expo. Chattanooga Crappie Club is going to be supporting the pond fishing uh, with the Truett McConnell University fishing team. TWRA, Archery Targets, and Georgia Department of Natural Resources uh, will be there to help. Rocky Mountain Elk Foundations and National Wild Turkey Federation uh, BB Guns and Ranges. Uh, SCI, Wildlife on Wheels. Uh, Straight Shooters going to be there with the Tennessee, uh, their Tennessee Scholastic Place Champions, teaching kids how to shoot. Southern Pro Kennel is going to be there with Retriever demos. Outdoor Chattanooga is going to be there with mountain bike rides. Uh, they're going to have a race car driving simulator, deer, turkey, and deer hunting demo. And that's just getting started. Thanks to Sportsman's Warehouse and Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited for putting that out. We'll be back next hour. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hunting,
4: fishing, every day. That's a prayer that a country boy
5: prays.
0: Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors.
1: Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. Opening day of turkey season if you're headed into Georgia, as informed by Jason. I can neither confirm nor deny that because I'm not hunting in Georgia today. I picked the wrong profession to be a turkey hunter.
1: Oh, I certainly did. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm not sure anybody would even know you if you were there or not.
1: What, at my office? Yeah. Yeah, I could probably just, you know, well, do like shut the did.
0: door, in conference, and go.
1: Yeah, well, good, I guess. I could be, you know, if I was with another department, if I was with the biology department, I could say, you know, I'm out sampling. Uh, Researching. Research, yeah, out uh, doing a biologic sampling. I could get away with it that way.
0: That works? Yep. So, good luck to all you turkey hunters. I know that one thing about turkey hunters are passionate. Oh, yes. Most definitely. So, and it was interesting, uh, our buddy Keith, that we told everybody to call, and he said, yeah, call me, I'm awake. Um, <laughs> but SEI is going after his um, World Slam mm-hmm. next month,
1: I believe. He's got the two down in, one in South America and one in uh, Mexico, right? Correct.
0: That's where he's headed.
1: Don't ask me what they were. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Which ones were those, Rob? Uh, yeah,
0: which ones are they, Rob?
1: The, I think it's the Oscillated and the... Okay. The Oscillated and the other one. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that one. Yeah.
0: The Oscillated and the other one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, let's figure out which I, ones. I'm, I'm working on it.
0: No, uh, the Eastern.
1: Right. Here. Miriam's. Miriam's. The one in Florida, the... I can't think of the name of that one either. It's been a it's been a long morning.
0: <laughs> we just got here. Yeah, I know.
1: Let's see here. All right, uh, east, eastern the Rio Rio. It just says Florida, and Miriam's the Goulds. The one I couldn't remember. Yeah. The, the Goulds and the oscillated are the ones down in uh, Mexico and Central America. I thought the Florida one was called something else, uh, according to the. Uh, where am I? According to the NWTF, it's the Florida turkey. I thought it was called something else.
0: Too. I don't have that, but it's, it's it's not called it's not called the Florida.
1: On the website they're calling it the Florida, but I know it's not called it's like the I thought, I thought, Palmetto or something like that or uh I don't know, something Florida. Oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah. Eastern Osceola. Osceola or Florida. There we go. There that, we go. that makes sense. Okay, there we go. All right. Osceola.
0: And all of our Tucky buddies are, yeah, I'm sure they're, are
1: firing yeah, up the phones. Yeah, they we're gonna we're we'll get calls and texts here in a minute. Yes, the Osceola or the Florida and uh the Goulds and the <laughs> What, already? Yeah.
0: Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, there, Kevin, there it is. <laughs> Kevin Manning's firing up his phone and going, Yes, you idiots, it's the he was kind enough not to
1: call us idiots. So well, thank you. fair enough.
0: <laughs> okay, when I go after my World Slam, then I'll know what I'm hunting. Right. Something besides turkeys.
1: I just say call them Thunder Chickens and be done with it.
0: <laughs> so, uh, no, I I can't wait to, for Keith to come back from his trip. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, what did we determine? There were four in this area that's got the World slam? Uh yeah, I mean, you know you want to look. Yes, I, I believe like it was 4. Yeah. Four
1: people in in Tennessee. So, no, no, no. No, no, no. Was it Tennessee or no. East Tennessee? It was in
0: our area. We look we looked up this area. There was four people here. So, that's pretty cool. Uh and so Keith will be number 5. If he's successful, which he's planning on being.
1: Twenty-seven statewide. There you go. Four in our area. All
0: right, let's go to Beaverman. Hey, Beaverman.
1: Good morning, gentlemen.
0: How are you?
5: Well, I'm well. I'm I'm just writing checks for to pay taxes and stuff this morning. It's so much fun. Oh gosh. Not your not your fun kind of taxes, Tony. To the our federal government. No, just good old plain local state and county taxes.
0: I understand. I understand.
5: Somebody's got to do it, for all of those who don't.
0: Yes, sir. That's it.
5: Um, Osceola is the name of the turkey you're looking for, the subspecies.
0: You know, and and, and we we got that now, but I was kind of surprised. That's what threw us off. We looked at the NWTF website. It just says Florida. What?
1: It 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 lists the slams. It says the world slam. Eastern, Rio Grande, Florida, Miriam's, Gould, and Oscillated. And I knew Florida didn't sound right, and I, yeah. so, and then I had to do some up reading. Yes,
5: Osceola, which was the name. There, there's Os- Osceola or Osceola County is the. I think that's the where the state. I think that's where Tallahassee is. That same county. Um, and anyway, they are they're longer legged turkeys than the, um, the 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 easterns. I mean, they're. I think they're technically a subspecies of the eastern, but I could be wrong. Usually, I am. That's my life. <laughs> um, the, um, but they're longer legged and they they survive. They thrive in swampy, marshy environments, of which you know there are many in Florida.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: And uh, we just came back the other day from Florida. It was great. So much fun. Got to visit the mother-in-law for. Several months over the course of two days, <laughs> and
1: um, you weren't you, weren't, take a, you uh, weren't way down South Florida, were you?
5: No, no, we were right smack dab in the middle of uh, the megapolis of Orlando. Well, north and east of Orlando, it's kind of they call it out in the country, which means nothing. But it, it's an old. She lives in a retirement community. That there was an old golf course kind of around it that's, that, I mean, it's no longer a golf course. But we went walking up and down some of the old paths and jumped some deer. I, were, I mean, like 15 feet away, they were just bedded down. Hmm. And um, in a little swampy area, it wasn't, it was fairly dry down there right now. Turned around, and walked back the other way, saw this pond. You would have gone nut crazy over these bluegill, Rob. Mm hmm. In, in these these little sediment ponds they don't let anybody fish them because they i don't know for whatever reason and you know they were the, the water hazards i guess on this golf course and it was it looked like a sunfish but it had vertical stripes like a sheep's head yeah and but and then like a little white fringe on the um, the dorsal and around the tail and the pecs do you know what these are
1: hmm Sounds maybe like a blue, like a bluegill from a different colored water, because I know the water's a little bit tannic down there, but I can do a little research on that. Hang on.
5: Yeah, the, these are spring feds. So I mean, the water's actually really clear in these things. Um, you know, they, there's a lot of sinkholes, a lot of spring fed ponds around that part of the, the middle part of the state there. But um, anyways, then we walked a little ways farther up to the next... Little hole, and I was trying to get in and get some water lilies for my wife, so she could smuggle them back on the airplane. But I only had one pair of shoes for the entire trip, so I hesitated to go wading in the, um, which we found out at the next pond or alligator-infested waters. <laughs> Not good. But I mean, it's my, my, the whole thing. It's a we're talking to one of the little security guards who sits out there on his his golf cart and looks around and the amount of na- amount of animals amount of nature that is contained within <clears throat> this relatively small area maybe a hundred acres that are you know surrounded by four-lane highways and subdivisions and and everything else this guy was sitting on his Cushman one morning and he heard something kind of snort and he looked over and there's a bear like 10 feet from his golf cart, looking at him like, what are you doing here? Hmm. Um, they get coyotes regularly through there, turkeys, deer, uh, alligators, of course, which we don't get those around here. I'm disappointed.
1: Uh, we're getting them out in the we're middle here. Yeah, yeah, we're getting them. Yeah,
5: they're fun. They, they really are. They're, they're just nice, big old lizards. and <laughs> um, not Not hard to deal with. Not at all. Um, just you know, go splash around in their dinner bowl after dark, and you're okay for the most part. So
1: well, I'm glad you had a good Anywho, trip to Florida.
5: Well, I've got more checks to write, and it's just one of the going to be one of those great days.
0: Speaking of checks to write, to, are you you working in, in my uh, my place next week?
5: We're going to plan to do so, yes, unless okay. the rain event on Monday is so severe that. We need an airboat to go out there and renovate your sod.
1: Okay, fair enough.
5: I do know a guy with an airboat, though, so we might be able to do, get that done.
1: That works for me. Thank hey. you, Beaver Man. Green side up, dude. Thank you, gentlemen. See ya. Right.
0: Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah, Beaver Man is going to work his magic on my yard.
1: Cool. That'll be good.
0: I figure if I pay them him to get it right, then I can
1: sell it before I screw it up again. Good plan. Good plan. That's but but you still gotta mow it, so you gotta get your neighbor kids.
0: They're they're already on the job.
1: They're on the job. All right, good good for them. So Axel my, and Cash? Yep. So
0: Of course they're gonna be disappointed. They're they're camping this week.
1: Okay. And
0: they were gonna cut the yard next week. Well my son was off and decided since he was borrowing some of my equipment he would cut my grass while he was there borrowing the equipment. So he already took their took their Took their grass down. Uh Uh-oh. So I have to wait another week after Beaver Man comes up there and does whatever he does.
1: (laughs) Sounds like a plan.
0: You know, all I know is I'm not cutting the grass, and I'm not doing what they're doing, so
1: life's good. Hey, the details are handled. That's all you care about. The grass is mown. You didn't do it. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at. (laughs) I like that. I like that attitude.
0: So it's kind of the same one you have. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Yeah, you'd love to watch me mow grass. When I used to, we had a lawn a big lawn in Memphis, and it would be, I had a push mower, and it would be push, push, sneeze, push, push, sneeze, wheeze, snort, turn, spit. Push, push, sneeze, push. I mean, I was just out there, and I just every orifice was leaking some sort of fluid out of my face. i just terrible. My allergies are that bad. You should have hired somebody. To cut yeah, that. I should have, but, you know. It was Memphis, and it was, you know.
0: I understand. All right. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. To be part of the show, you need to punch in your smartphone.
1: 423-267-1023. 267-1023. 267-1023. Campfires are burning. We're gathered round in chairs. Bates Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Bates can formulate special blends for your customers by the palate. Go to the pros at Bates Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at batesfertilizer.com. Fertilizer.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter
0: the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a thousand guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors, Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back Tony Sanders Outdoors. Having fun with you this morning. You know what to do if you want to be part of the show. Hey, we were talking a little bit earlier about the uh, Night of the Hunter, SCI Banquet, coming up tonight. Tennessee Valley chapter of SCI. And um, talking a little bit about some of the auction items. Again, all these banquets have uniqueness about them. Mm -hmm. And, And certainly SCI has some really cool hunts. Uh, that this is a great place to go and buy hunts. Number nine, Indiana whitetail deer hunt. TC Outdoors has been involved in donating to SCI chapters for years. This year, the Tennessee Valley SCI is happy to partner with TC Outdoors for an opportunity for one hunter and one non-hunter to hunt whitetail deer in northern Indiana, scoring up to 160 inches. This hunt includes three days, three nights lodging, great home-cooked meals, very cozy accommodations in the secluded hunting lodge. Every hunt is individualized from when you want to hunt to what you want for your meals. You have the entire lodge to yourself and your guests. This is your hunt, and it can be taken from October 1st to January 1st of this year and next year. Warning, you will come first as a client, but you will... Return next year as a hunting buddy. There yeah. you go. There we are. So check that out. That's one. And
1: uh, this is the live auction.
0: These are the live auctions. There's uh, the hunt in Argentina for
1: dove. I've heard that. I've heard the dove hunting in South America is just amazing. Uh,
0: it, I got to do it sometime. Yeah. You know, Richard Sims bought a hunt the other day, and he and four of his buddies are are going. Uh, in Argentina, Ireland, Sika stag or mountain goat hunt. Uh, I think there's several people in SEI that's been on that. Mm-hmm. I think Keith just got back from that one, actually. Um, got some rifles. I like this beer hunt. I think that would be fun. Mm. Saskatchewan, since we just looked up where that's at, right? Kind of in the middle. Saskatchewan beer hunt. I have no idea what this is. Casator? What is that?
1: Uh, you give me that? I don't know. Uh, oh, that's the name of the place. Oh, okay.
0: Casator is donating the trophy fee of a Spanish red deer, fallow deer, or some sheep. <laughs> Not going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh,
1: that's pretty cool. Um, Ooh, I just looked up a Spanish red deer. Yeah, aren't they pretty? Oh, my gosh. They're gorgeous. Oh. It's
0: kind of about the size of an elk, I think,
1: is what I've been told. Well, to carry that rack I'm looking at, yeah, it'd have to be that big. So there you go. That's
0: just some of the things that are coming up. Of course, there'll be all kinds of uh, auction items, including what I'm holding here in my hand, holding it up to the camera. All right. This is your donation. You donate every year. Now, this is kind of cool, though, right? This is made up of all kinds of wild animal fur. Correct. So what kind of fur do we have? This is a fly box tied by your very own radio host, Robert Pratula. Does it come with casting lessons, too? Yes. Yes. So this is not only a fly box with flies, but also casting lessons. Correct. Which, uh, give you credit, kudos, you're an excellent teacher. Thank you. So what have I got here?
1: Uh, You have a fly box. Uh, There are 19 flies in there made are there from one, two, Should be nineteen. They had up quick, don't they? Yeah. Uh should be nineteen. They're... Unless you've taken one already. Uh <laughs> not saying anything. Eighteen. Two. Uh, they're four, 18 six, flies. Eight, They're <laughs> two. Eighteen flies.
0: Fourteen, sixteen, nineteen.
1: They're uh there are several patterns that'll work well. Uh they're all tied with uh obviously animals and I've tried to use as many animals as I could to kind of showcase the flies. There's some uh let me see, there's uh American Bald eagle wing and there's uh let me see what else is it there's polar bear and uh seal seal fur and no i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding the
0: the uh, the the animal police are on their way
1: yes, and these are all meant to catch uh snail darters, yeah, so when you <laughs> use them you can go catch and no i'm kidding i'm kidding uh they've got there's elk uh on several of them there's deer there's uh-huh. uh elk deer muskrat. Uh, possum. there possum? is possum. Beaver. Did
0: you stop on the side the road and get the possum?
1: No, I did not. Uh, there's beaver. There is uh, what else is there? I said deer. You said deer. Uh, there's turkey, moose, moose, and so th- bucktail so and th- cow.
0: To me, that's what's kind of cool. You've tied these up with animals from all over the 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 North America.
1: Right. The only one I didn't have, I've got an antelope hide, but I didn't get it out because it's a pain in the keister so um somebody gave me basically like half an antelope hide i mean it's huge and i've got it in a box to keep it from uh you know mites and bugs getting at it And i've got it inside and i've cut it up several times to make it more manageable but the pieces are still probably about the size of our computer screen and can you not i smaller i can but when you when you cut you've you've we've cleaned deer and as soon as you make a cut in it hair just goes Everywhere, right. so uh, I usually do it outside, and I just hadn't gotten outside to cut another piece out.
0: So we're missing an antelope. You know what? You got to tie up
1: an antelope. I'm sorry. I can go home and do one. You I got, do you one. Got,
0: you got to do so. This will have 21 in it by the time he
1: gets there tonight. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more, unless unless some go missing real quick. So.
0: <laughs> can you tie an antelope? Since I've committed you to
1: it. Uh, yeah, I can tie some of an antelope. Sorry. That's all right. Throw me under the bus. That's fine.
0: So this is gonna be available is this a silent auction item?
1: I believe it's a silent auction item. Uh that and the cast that and the casting lessons are one uh one deal. One bid.
0: Yeah. Well worth it too.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh,
0: you don't you don't ever brag on yourself. You're actually a pretty well known fly tire. And when you see these you'll I think you're right. Uh, these are these are gorgeous.
1: Thank you, sir. So and
0: then couple that with the casting lessons on top of it it is a heck of a bark. so all of that can be had tonight at the uh, Tennessee Valley SCI banquet doors open at five o'clock I don't know really really when they open that's just what I'm telling everybody Uh, you can call right now as we speak uh, Keith Watson and You know, it's it's bad. I don't remember phone numbers anymore.
1: Nobody does. Sad.
0: Uh, 994-4263. 994-4263. He's up. He can get you hooked up with tickets. There's not a lot left. Uh, They're they're close to sold out, but uh, I know there are a couple. So uh, if you want to go to that, I would highly encourage you. It's going it's to be a fun night.
1: Oh, it well, always you know,
0: is. SEI is truly one of the, the biggest hunting supporters. Are, and they do a lot of good. I mean, uh, this year we're kind of focusing on all the things that we do, the warrior hunts, the kids, youth stuff that we do. It's just a, it's a, it's a cool night. Come out and support them. Good guys.
1: Oh, I forgot to mention there's another exotic material in one of those flies, mm-hmm. Cow cow cow
0: moo like chick-fil-a
1: moo like chick-fil-a cow
0: <laughs> oh when did keith get on the phone i
1: don't know i guess he dialed us
0: keith did you dial your <laughs> good phone good morning how are you
1: i'm good are, are we good. not
0: are we not promoting you well enough
1: you know
2: uh, i'm sitting here uh making last minute preparations and listening to your show and and you're promoting us very well uh I get so bound up in the technical, getting the the wording right and getting the spacing right and the booklet and all that. I've never sat down and really read what the hunts were. Uh huh. I sort of enjoyed you reading them to me this morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't really look at them until last night when I, I when I took the books over to the trailer. I pulled one out to to bring with me, and uh, for this morning's show. And I'm like, dang, these are pretty cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you doing that for us.
0: Oh, you know, th- I did mention this. The custom-made fire pit, I saw pictures of that yesterday. That's uh, that's cool. The guys over at Industrial Bowler Mechanical built this, and it's awesome.
2: They are over the top this year. Sure are. Uh,
0: yeah. That's it's gonna, awesome. That's going to be cool. I just need a place to put it. Of course, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to bid against all you guys to get it.
2: I, I, uh, I'm going by the bank this morning. I'm going to bid on that thing for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, Rob, I uh, was listening to the different flies you've got. Uh, I really appreciate you doing this for us every year. I'm oh, looking forward to seeing them. They're always beautiful.
1: Thank you. My pleasure. Always happy to help out a conservation organization.
2: I mean, I don't want to take up your show uh, just sitting here gabbing, but uh, I did want to say thank you, and uh, I'm up, and uh, if the phone rings, I'll answer. It. I'm busy stuffing tickets and bidder numbers into envelopes so you can pick them up at the door.
1: Nice.
0: You, man, I, I'm sorry, Keith. <laughs> While you were talking, I just started looking at this uh, um, oh, fire pit. Oh, oh my god!
1: That is not. Oh wow! Oh, look at the look at the iron the logo, mark
0: Yeah, I know it. Now, this thing is awesome.
1: Oh, that is nice. Did you notice
2: the arrows in the in the bottom in the in the grate?
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean that's just
1: unbelievable. I, that's wow. What do you guys see this thing? That is impressive. I don't know that I'd want to get it dirty by burning the fire in it. It's so pretty.
2: <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That
0: is awesome.
2: Oh, and also, i got to say this for Carl at Sportsman's Warehouse. I got a call from Tyler yesterday. Uh-huh. and Uh huh. We were kind of running down the gun list. And uh, This is not counting all the firearms that are going to be included in the Raffle packages, but they're bringing over 30 firearms tonight. So there's going to be 30 happy people go home with a new firearm tonight.
0: Oh, my goodness. I had no idea. You're you're yeah. you're topping us from a firearm yeah. perspective. Wow. It's going to be a big night.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to jump off, keep stuff in envelopes. All Thanks right, man. For what you do. We'll see you tonight.
0: Sounds great. Thanks, Keith.
2: Say, Thank Keith. Bye.
0: All right. It's time to go pay a bill or two. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Do you want to be part of the show? Simple. Pick up your phone. 2671023, 2671023, and we will put you right on the air. We'll be right back.
1: Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecue. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 648 Hicks and Pie. Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse house, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give him a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com and be sure to like them on Facebook.
4: It sits above Welcome the back, Tony
0: Sanders Outdoors, coming straight now. to the phones to it's our friend, money. Sonny. Sure hey guys. Good morning.
4: How y'all doing?
0: Wonderful. Hey, I saw I saw a picture of a little Sonny with a lifetime <laughs> sportsman's license.
4: Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, we got that from my daughter. It came in the mail yesterday. Uh, we're, we're real happy about that and hope that she'll have a, a good future with a lot of hunting and fishing in it.
0: Does she want to go with you yet?
4: Well, you know, she's been out on the with us for fishing a, a bunch of times already, but she's not old enough to turn the crank reel the right direction, so she hasn't actually fished yet.
0: Gotcha. I bet but she yeah, will.
4: She She's uh not quite two and a half.
0: Yeah, she'll be there.
4: Yep, so I I'm very excited this morning for my turkey season. I was just uh, uh, listening to you guys on the from Chattanooga up here to the woods where I lost your signal and I uh, uh, was just uh, out in the ears. And uh, this will be my 12th year turkey season.
0: Well, good luck. Yep. Are you taking a uh, muzzleloader with you today?
4: Uh, uh, no, I'm just scouting right now. It's the youth hunt season here in Tennessee. Okay. And uh, I scout for seven days before the season starts every year. And uh, so I'm out here scouting this morning, and I saw some youth hunters go by, uh, but they're not hunting the same spot I'm in. So I'm just going to stand here at the road and listen to them gobble. And I'm hoping that that'll break my obsession with crappies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Sonny, I wanted to thank you so very much uh, for giving me those duck feathers, and I wasn't expecting the squirrel tails too, as well. So, thank you so very much for those uh, tying materials. I really, really appreciate it.
4: Yeah, I was I was really excited this morning to hear that you're a, a well-known fly tire. <laughs> I know. He, he's
0: he's humble, but he is extremely good.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, I've noticed that about his humility. Anyways, well, you guys have a good morning. I'm here in some fresh air and and uh, talk
1: to you soon.
0: Sounds great, Sonny. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. There you go. See, A week before mm-hmm. scouting. That's what you got to do.
1: Well, we've got four days in a week, so I'm thinking minimum four, at least four to four to four to seven days. is looks like what would be help make a, a success because the prep has to go in there. Exactly. I mean. you could relate it to anything else to be successful and have a good food plot. You got to put the prep in that way you get the deer and you get all the other animals, but there has to be a lot of prep. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, the guys that went up to the bass tournament, the local guys knew the area and they knew basically what was going on because they had prepped for that area. they had fished that area. They knew where the fish supposedly were. So,
0: yeah, I think you said you had some, uh, we haven't done, uh, Wild outdoors or idiots outdoors or,
1: we got some uh, poaching pinheads. Yeah, we also got some wild stuff too. Yeah, what do you want to do?
0: You're you're in charge, man. Okay, I, I'm just along for the ride.
1: Well, one of the wild outdoor stories was the uh, rabid raccoons that are taking over New York. So if you live in New York City, watch out because if you see a raccoon, it's going to kill you. Uh the <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 call on that one. Don't call on that one. Uh, Forty-six fishermen were rescued in Lake Erie after ice flows separated from shore. Everybody was out there screaming. The Coast Guard had issued a warning for ice fishermen in northern Ohio after 46 anglers became trapped on a separate ice flow that separated from the shore. So you're out ice fishing. All of a sudden, the sheet of ice you're fishing on detaches, and you're off to Canada.
0: That could can be kind of unnerving.
1: Yes. Uh, according to uh, James Lu, everybody was screaming. No kidding. I kind of panicked at first, but when I talked to my wife, I got myself under control. There were a couple guys who were freaking out, and then we calmed them down and got the situation figured out. Basically, the Coast Guard uh, came out and <laughs> rescued all these people. Um, so, what, it,
0: Did they just push the ice flow back to the shore?
1: No, they helicopter rescued them with, what? The, with the helicopters. Why didn't they just bring a boat and push it? I don't know that that would work because it probably – if the if it cracked loose – now, I don't know this, but if it cracked loose, if you start pushing it back the other way, it's probably going to send another crack somewhere, and that's when you get – I'm thinking it probably would not be – and I don't know how big – if they, it's big enough to hold – 46 people. That's a big ice flow. I don't know. you got a, uh, a tugboat that's big enough to push uh, ice flow that big.
0: I can't imagine – Well it depends on what caused the crack, but you got to be wondering at that point, if you're sitting on the sauce going, is this thing melted?
1: yeah, are Uh-oh. we I mean, I understand you know you're outside, and you know the the trees the wind's blowing, but at some point, you got to look up and go, "Hey, are we moving? That's got to be unnerving.
0: You Canada, here we come,
1: yeah, that rock was only five feet away a minute ago. I don't see the rock. <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: That's something we don't deal with every day here.
1: No, no. Uh, Here's another one we don't deal with. A growing shark population off the coast of Massachusetts has several researchers losing sleep. Cape Cod experienced two separate shark attacks last year that left one man injured and a second man dead. And it marked the state's first fatal shark attack since 1936.
0: I guess he would have been injured, too.
1: Yeah, he would have been injured because he's fatally injured. Yeah. Uh, the number of shark sightings has jumped 67% from 2017 to 2018, the station is reporting.
0: But you explain this. Yes, I can explain. In, in our conversation about this, you explained it. Right. And explain to me like everybody else.
1: For years and years and years, there were no SEALs at Cape Cod. The SEALs have come back. They have made a big comeback, and their numbers are well over 50,000. Lots of SEALs. Did they do
0: anything to help bring them back?
1: They put a moratorium on hunting them. No hunting. No hunting. Uh, no harassing them. Mm-hmm. They close off areas of the beaches during uh, breeding season. Mm-hmm. All this other stuff.
0: Trying to make the seals come back.
1: They have They have been successful in bringing the seals back. What seals are do, here. Seals are here. What do sharks eat? Seals. So if there's a lot of seals in a certain area, where do you think the sharks are going to go? To where the seals are. Cape Cod. Yeah. Uh and I'm sorry if you're on a surfboard and you're, you, your arms are out to the side and your legs are hanging off the back, you look like a seal silhouette from the bottom. You're going to get eaten. You know, so just watch it if you're out in Cape Cod, if you're out fishing. Don't look like a seal. Yeah, don't, don't go swimming near seals. Probably not a good idea because we're about the same size as seals thereabouts. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go swimming near them. Stay out of the water. If you're fishing, be careful. And uh, if you're clamming, be, be real careful. If you're picking up cogs, be real careful about what you pull up.
0: All right. I guess we're going to break. Tony Sanders Outdoors will be right back.
1: All right. Shut up
4: the doll, stare at the water.
0: If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link.
1: Don't wait too late. Baytys Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Bates has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Bates has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Bates. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Bates can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results and so will you. Call Bates for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Bates Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at BatesFertilizer.com.
0: Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this Saturday morning. Opening day of turkey season in Georgia. Opening day of the week before turkey season in
1: Tennessee. <laughs> I think it's Utes. Is, is this like turkey eve, Eve? Yeah. I think the Utes are,
0: the Utes are honey.
1: Yeah, the Utes are out there. So,
0: good for them. Get out there and get the turkeys. Mm-hmm. All right. Calendar.
1: Calendar. Coming up tonight at 5 p.m. is the SCI Not at the Hunter. You've heard us talking about it most of the show. It's at the Chattanooga Convention Center. Some tickets are still available. If you want one, give Keith Watson a call, and he can set you up. That is tonight at the Chattanooga Convention Center.
0: And his number is? And
1: his number is? You don't know. Uh, off the top of my head, I can look it up. How
0: about 994-4263, 994-4263, or, or do your search engine for... TN Valley SCI. You can actually sign up online. Uh, Go ahead and get your pre-bidder and bidder numbers and all that stuff right there online.
1: Awesome. Coming up on April 6th is the Chattanooga Ducks Unlimited Great Outdoors Festival. This is going to be out at Covey Creek Farms. Uh, It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you have a youth or know of a youth or have grandchildren, nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, whatever the case is, bring them out to this event because it is going to be huge uh, there's going to be lots of giveaways. All the kids get something. All the conservation groups are going to be out there. I'm going to be out there actually tying with uh, and giving casting lessons with Trout Unlimited. They're going to be out there along with the Crappie Club, uh, Wild Turkey. Everybody's going to be out there. Uh, so that's on the sixth of April. Coming up on May fourth, Saturday is the Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament going out of Chester Frost State Park. It's going to be at no, Safe no, no, right.
0: no, 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 no. County
1: Park. County Park, sorry. You are correct. Chester Frost County Park. Uh, It's going to be at Safe Light, And then on the 1st of June, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Banquet is going to be at Alhambra Shrine at 5 p.m. And then coming up in September is going to be the Medal of Honor Heritage Center Sporting Clays event. It's going to be at Benton Sporting Clays. Yeah, boy, you better get practice up and yeah. shooting there. Well, I, I can practice. I won't even be ready in September. You know, me. you've seen me shoot.
0: I'm not sure I'm gonna ask you to be on my team then.
1: No, I, I'm or like a chance to win. I'm like the last one picked when it comes to shooting sports. So you're, I, that, I, you're, you're that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy. Oh yeah, I'm the guy. Well, we need a fourth. Call Rob. He'll come. All right. Yeah, I'll come. He's got a gun. Yeah, he's got a gun. Can he shoot? No. But I have fun not hitting stuff, so hey.
0: And there's going to be an opportunity to get some lessons prior to the shoot, so you can actually be one of those people to, to get lessons.
1: I could certainly use them. I have gotten better since I've sh- started learning how to shoot right-handed. I will say that. My, my shooting has gr- – my accuracy has improved, but it still feels weird. I don't care how long I've done it. I hadn't done it that long, but it feels weird to shoulder a gun on the right side. It just still feels a little bit weird.
0: Well, if you've been doing it the right way the whole time, you wouldn't. It wouldn't feel weird to you.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I was doing it the right way. I'm naturally left-handed, so I hold it that way. Doesn't help that I'm cross-eyed dominant, so that therein lies the why I wouldn't hit anything.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm right-eyed dominant, but left-handed. That's not good for a shooter.
0: So, did you got your eyes on anything at the banquet tonight?
1: I, I I'm looking at a few things. I'm, I I want to see what silent auction items they have. I know they've got some really good stuff, but uh, I don't know. 30 guns, too. I heard that. I might have to look into a couple of them.
0: Guess I need to go get a
1: bank loan or something. (laughs) Take take out a fourth mortgage, fifth mortgage? Yeah, whatever it is.
0: (laughs) I'm going to put our house in hock to buy guns.
1: I can see that. You know, i I I got no problem with that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you may not. However, (laughs) comma. (laughs) comma, wives will not appreciate that. No. So, uh, it is what it is. All right. you got about 30 seconds. Any parting thoughts?
1: Yeah. If, uh, the water's coming down. I've noticed uh, they're way down, coming way down. There's still a lot of debris in the water. If you're out on the water, watch for debris. I've seen a couple of people lose lower units, and be sure and wear your life vest.
0: Absolutely. Especially, even when you're going slow, trolling motor in the water, you can still fall off the boat. Know many people have done it. I might have done it once in my life. Mm-hmm. So wear that life jacket. It's, it's an easy way to make sure that nothing goes wrong. Right. Your chances of surviving without a life jacket are slim to none. Tony Center's Outdoors will be here next week. I hope you will too. Have a good week. I'm
3: red dirt rich, and Hunt, Fishing loving
0: every day. You have been listening to the podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.